actually have marriage pacts with women. If Jamie dies and their husband dies, we're just going to go full Sappho. Cool. I'm not going to try to like date another guy. Where are you if on some... the Kinsey scale? Um, I don't know enough about the Kinsey scale to place myself, but somewhere between like straight and not. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, anywhere the on the Kinsey area. scale. <laughs> Admirer of the female form. Welcome to Mominix. Yeah, she's recording all the time. All the time. I don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking make me. Um, Everyone's going to have to tolerate my sipping of throat code tea because this bitch just got over pneumonia. Hello. Sorry for the extended spring break. (laughs) She seriously has lost like 80 gajillion pounds. I look amazing. You look like Elle McPherson if Elle McPherson was was a fucking lumberjack. (laughs) (laughs) And wore a lot of flannel in a murder room. (laughs) Yeah, the best, best part of pneumonia is that I am super skinny right now. I like how when I was forced to pick a super skinny person, I went with Elle McPherson. I think that's a great super skinny person to pick. I know, but it's... Especially because I look exactly like her. (laughs) (laughs) But like pasty and fatter. (laughs) And shorter. And with gray hair. People, when Japanese tourists used to come up to me in Manhattan and ask if I was Amy Adams, I'd be like, yeah, she was pregnant and from the South. <laughs> and blonde. Amy Adams, that's an amazing celebrity comparison. Yeah, it was when I was a lot skinnier. We used to have a board at the bar that I worked at, a chalkboard in the back with a count, and it got up into the hundreds because I worked there for years, where people were like, you look like that actress from that movie. And I was like, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And they're like, yes! Oh, my God! Everybody thought I was Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's who you look like. It's Yep. There it is. So if oh anybody my God. wants to know what I look like, I fucking look like Jennifer Jason Lee, apparently. Well, I look like a mix between Amy Schumer and Queen Elsa, so. Hot. I fucking love both of those people. Amy Sign Schumer, if your husband dies and Katie's husband dies. Oh my God, I'm really up. good with kids. I'm funny. I cook. I'm a great partner. I just, I'm definitely not going to try and like score another. Another dude. Dude. I just yeah. don't have the juice for it. I get I'm it. I'm tired, man. I totally get I it. I love my husband. All things, you know. I hope we stay together. I hope he lives. You know, we could notebook die in, in bed together. But if that does not happen, I am not chasing another cock. No fucking way. <laughs> You're going to let it come to you? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> I'm just going to move to some island with women and we can raise the kids together. Oh, God. You're going to breed Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah. You're yes. Gonna, you're going to become an Amazon. Oh, my God. You got to grow. How good are you at getting taller? Mm, clearly not. <laughs> Five out not, of ten. Not strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So we have a new format. Oh, shit. You're still eating popcorn. Yeah, we're eating popcorn. Oh, I sorry. thought we were on a break. No, I thought when you, like, clapped your hands, that that might be like, done. the first round of butter off my hands. <laughs> but there's, like, three more rounds of wiping that needs to happen before we move forward. <laughs> Does. I did lose like 10 to 12 pounds with this flu, but this buttery popcorn should, you know, bump me up two or three pounds tonight. <laughs> Give me All week. I'm saying is I think that was strategic because it definitely soaks up the butter. Yeah, it's so good. In so many ways. Stovetop popcorn. So yeah, new format. We're going to try as hard as we can to stop bullshitting around and get right to the content. Although, <laughs> well, let's be honest. We're going to bullshit less. Yeah. 
There's no guarantee of a zero bullshit policy because we're both full of shit. Yeah. And you're here for some of the bullshit. But do you want to go first or second? Because I've got some good ones. I want to go first. Fucking yeah. typical. Suck on that. Classic Claire. Classic me. Did you pick the shells out of your teeth? Because I don't want to see those. Yep. I'm all clear. <laughs> all right. I'm going to start with Corey. And Corey has a particularly good story. Oh, yeah. About bad Richard and good Richard. Oh, as in bad dick and good dick. Did you? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was that necessary? Highly. Carry on, Corey. Oh, my God. I totally agree. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm actually upset that I didn't make that joke before you had an opportunity to. So Corey says... Bad Richard and Good Richard were my son's imaginary friends. He would tell me all about how Bad Richard would tell him to do mean things to his little sister. Oh, Jesus. And how he hung out on the ceiling. We ended up moving Uh after Bad Richard would crawl into bed with me at night and I'd wake up to him and another male voice arguing. She She heard? Yes. So here's the thing. She did not specify, but what I believe happened, what I think she means, is that her son was in the bed with her, and and she woke up, and he told her that Bad Richard crawled in, and then she would wake up to her son arguing with another male voice. (gasps) But, oh my God, that's fucking terrifying, and I would move immediately. Right? Yeah. I know. Where Where was Good Richard when that was happening? Where's the good dick? Where where were you on that one, good dick? <laughs> that would terrify me. I think about this shit all the time like and we've talked about this before like like if you went into your kids room and there was like a shadow or something like even though you die for your kids it's fucking scary. It is scary and you're allowed to be scared. I wonder if she heard a male voice or if her kid was like speaking for both of them. Either would be oh, terrifying. Oh, that's oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because you know how sometimes like kids when they're ta- they're talking to their imaginary friends, like they'll take over. Yeah, no, their no, no. They will they will take ownership of both personalities, which is super cute or terrifying depending on the yeah. personalities. <gasps> oh, Corey, right? good call. Way to be. Houses don't matter. Your bodily safety does get away from bad dick. It's true. Bodily safety, mental safety, spiritual safety, self care. Baths. Self-care, guys. Self-care. Self-care. <laughs> Go get a manicure. <laughs> oh, my God. When I think about, like, what is considered to be what you should do for self-care versus, like, what I want to do for self-care in this bedraggled, exhausted <laughs> existence that I live in right now. Like, get a manicure. Go fuck yourself. I know. I, just I don't want to get a manicure. I want to put my face in a bucket of whiskey while I put my ass in a tub. And that's it. That's, that's my a si- thousand percent what I want to do. I want to do hood yeah. rat shit with my friends. <laughs> I want to I wanna get drunk. Yeah. And I want to sleep in. And I want to watch murder documentaries. Yeah. At 3 p.m. I started watching Hunters on Amazon, which is upsetting me because it's there's a lot of Holocaust content, but it's also like I understand how people binge watch shit. Oh god, it's so easy oh for me god. to binge watch. Fleabag. Oh, Fleabag's just... totally bingeable. Yeah. 
Everything's bingeable. I just got started on Criminal Minds with Mandy Patankin. I can't do this shit. And I'm like, I don't know. Well, Mindhunters. I'm a huge Mindhunters fan. Huge. I love it. I can't wait for the third season. No, I don't do any of that shit. And so I'm. Then I can't be alone in my house. <laughs> I go to sleep to murder documentaries. It soothes me. That's fucked up. You're fucked up. I know. You are fucked up. I know. I go to sleep to like Fleabag or like sometimes I'll put on Word Party because I'm so tired and realize that my kids aren't in the room and I'll wake up and Word Party's on and I'm by myself. That oh, happens. Poor you. Yeah, I should go get a manicure. You should go get a manicure. Okay, do you want to hear one of my stories? Yes. I'm mad about the manicure suggestion. <laughs> Why? Because now you're looking also, at your like, nail bed? I just want to say manicures give me anxiety because I'm waiting for them to like accidentally clip my fingernail like too deep. So I do not enjoy the experience at all. I just don't like him. I do I, like like the warm dip and when they do the paraffin. Like, have you ever gone and gotten the paraffin? Oh, that's so good. It's but so But that's all I want. I just want them to like dip me in wax and then leave me alone. <laughs> I make, every time I get a manicure, I make the same joke and I see who responds to it. They'll ask me how I want them shaped and I'll be like, my nail beds suck. Just like Karen and Mean Girls. And I wait to see who laughs. And no one And does. on a good day. Fuck you, number one. <laughs> on a good day, three people laugh. On a bad day, nobody laughs, and I feel very alone. Yeah. Because the poor woman doing it is like, and? I want to go get a manicure with you and then say that joke before you can. And then like watch like ten people be like, you're hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, you cut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of that reference, <laughs> and I appreciate it. I'm just going to go in and be like, anybody here seen Mean Girls? <laughs> I'm priming the lines for a joke I will tell in due time. Let me warm up the crowd for you, Claire. <laughs> okay, you want to hear my show? First of all, let's talk about this name. Shantz. First name, awesome name. How's Shantz. it spelled? S-H-A-N-T-Z. Ooh, I like that name. I love it. Shantz. Okay, so this one's heartwarming slash a little sad. So okay. prepare yourself. I'm going to eat some popcorn in preparation. Ooh. Um, okay, so Shant said, when my Nana passed away, my oldest daughter got up the next day and told me, Mom, I dreamt about Granny. <laughs> this is podcast <laughs> violation of the sorry. highest order. Really She's could, on purpose chewing popcorn I into the microphone. People, I'm sorry for her. I'm see? sorry. <laughs> I'm talking so about Granny passed away, Mum. <laughs> The kid just calls his mother mom. You seem so serious. I couldn't. It's a sweet story. You're cock. You're bad dick. (laughs) You're the bad dick of this podcast. (laughs) Not the first time I've been called that. (laughs) It won't be the last. All right, I'm starting over. Shantz does not (laughs) deserve this. I'm sorry, Shantz. I just she looks so earnest. Earnest. Yes. She's talking about her dead granny. All right, I wasn't listening, so start over anyway. Oh, what a... Fuck. (laughs) Fuck this. Last podcast. Last podcast. For sure. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I've got a job. (laughs) No time for this cocksuckery. All right, you ready? I think so. All right, Shantz. Shantz, I'm listening. Okay, when my Nana passed away, my oldest daughter got up the next day and told me, Mom, I dreamt about Granny. She gave me a kiss and a hug and told me to be a good girl. Oh, I know. that's so I sweet. Know. And so Shantz asked her daughter what Granny was wearing, and her daughter told her that she was wearing a long, white, embroidered floral skirt, which kind of gave her 
chills because she helped prepare and dress. <gasps> no, that's what she was buried in for the casket. Get out! And that's and you couldn't see that that's what she was wearing, but that's what she was wearing. Oh my god! And her daughter knew, so maybe Granny really did visit her. To me, that's not sad at all. And she said, "It's not. It wasn't creepy to me. It was so good to know." And I thought, yeah, that's super comforting. I that's love like what that you story. want. And it's not even like it, it's the not granny a scary came story. To me, yeah. it's like the granny came to my daughter. Yeah. Like that's so heartwarming. To be a good girl. You're right. I loved that. Chance, story. I'm sorry that I was a dick yeah. in the middle of your story. Yeah, that's why I started over because Chance deserved a full telling. I'll oh. probably do it again at some point. Yeah, I apologize in advance for that as well. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> apologize to the audience that has to listen to you chew. <laughs> like the opposite of an ASMR. It's like, hey, do, hey, kids, do you want anxiety? We've got this podcast where you can listen to Claire Chew Popcorn. Okay, do you want my long one or my short one? Um, Your long one, bad dick. Go for it. <laughs> All right, so this is from Lindsay. Oh, hey, Lindsay. What's going on? My Lindsay. Oh, my God. We know this, Lindsay. We know this, Lindsay. Lindsay. We can't wait to hear your I story. <laughs> so Lindsay says... One day, while I was home with my newborn and my three-year-old daughter, as I was nursing the newborn, my three-year-old began playing a pretend game by herself. Hmm. I overheard her walking around with an old wooden necklace saying, my old dead father, my poor old dead father. (laughs) When I asked her what she was talking about, she gave me a long story about how her old dead father gave her this necklace and how he died in the forest. Jesus. I know. Lindsay! <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I thought this was going to be some like... God, I love her daughter. I'm not really comfortable with death, so I asked her to please pretend to play another game. But she came, became adamant that she had to go to the forest where her old dead father was and that he gave her the wooden necklace. At this point, I'm spiraling, wondering if we picked up a haunted old wooden necklace from a garage <laughs> sale. Are you kidding, Lindsay? You definitely picked that out of the trash. <laughs> and maybe your father in a past life made it for her before he took a tragic turn in the forest. Wow. I know. She, she put well, backstories. she's a creative person. Yeah, she yeah. put backstories to this shit. We began debating the whereabouts of her actual father, that her father was in fact at work and alive and, well, not dead in a forest. And after a heated debate, she finally agreed to play something different, but it freaked me out for the rest of the afternoon. Fair. Fair. When my husband came home later, I told him the whole story and how weirded out I about it I was and he replied oh yeah she watched Peter Rabbit cartoon this morning that talked about the father dying and has oh. been pretending that lately oh my god okay <laughs> so the necklace isn't haunted no and she goes I miss the days where she pretended to be a superhero or a princess yeah and bust out those old Marvel coloring books and get back on track that's why I'm every time you tell me a story I'm like they probably know, saw the six I know but I don't like that because I want it to be supernatural. I know. I like to, you know, burst your bubble whenever I can. <laughs> now it's the bad dick. Yeah. Still me. Oh, I love that story, Lindsay. Also because I can vividly picture your daughter walking around with an old wooden necklace. <laughs> I know, right? Like being swaying. super cute. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatized by Peter Rabbit. I actually have a collection. My mom got like the collection of Beatrix Potter stories for oh, yeah? James. All, he's had it for a long time. And I I took a book out the other day and then I was like no I'm not ready for these conversations yet <laughs> I've definitely read Peter Rabbit to Harry and he's like but what do you mean he had an accident in Mr. <laughs> McGregor's garden and I'm like oh well you know he died uh, you know and then we read the uh, 
longer version where it said he got put into a pie. Yeah. And Harry's, like, super confused as to why that would be harmful. Yeah. Because, like, in Harry's mind, you, you land splat in the middle of a blueberry pie, you're in fucking heaven. Yeah. And... I don't know how to explain. I think I did it really ham-handedly because I was like, oh, well, you know, um, you know, the, the, when you have a chicken pot pie and then the chicken's in the pie. And he was like, no, I've never had a chicken pot pie. And I realized, really? oh, nope, nope, kids never had a chicken pot pie. When I when we were little, we had goldfish as pets and and snacks and snacks. Yeah, actually, I don't. I don't really remember my mom giving us goldfish crackers. <laughs> I feel like that was like an adult discovery for me. But we had goldfish, and of course, my goldfish were named after my grandmother's icons, which were Whitney Houston and Frank Sinatra. True story. Those are my two. That's adorable. Yeah. And we loved our fish. And then one day, I remember my little sister. She was so small. She was sitting in the high chair, and she. We were having fish sticks for dinner, and she looked at the fish stick, and she went, "Fish stick." Fist, fistic, and then she looked at the goldfish. <laughs> the dawning, yeah. The and, realization. And my mom and I were both like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Like jiggies <laughs> up on fist sticks. Yeah, and she was just like, "Ah, ah!" She's just like, like, like she wanted to like pull it out of her mouth. She's like, "I'm a cannibal." She was horrible. Oh. Yeah, that that realization that meat used to be a living, breathing thing is the top for all kids. Yeah. It's kind of your first encounter with death as a child, like if you put that together. I helped out at Harry's preschool the other day because we're a co-op and one of the little girls came up to me and was like because Harry said something about his dog. Oh, I love my dog Beanie. And this other little girl comes up to me and she's like, we had a dog. She died. Yeah. And then just sort of <clears throat> stared at me and then walked off. And, you know, it was very matter, so of matter of fact. fact and Harry yeah. was there for the entire interaction. And he's just, like, looking at me, nodding, like, yep, that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Yeah. I've read about this. Still done. I'm familiar. I've read Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Did he get put in a pie? I don't care for chicken pot pie, but I, I do know. <laughs> I do know what happens. Okay. It's your turn. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. Well, this one's so funny. Okay, so this one's from Willow. And this one's quick and easy. She says, I was cutting my son's hair. Side note, Willow, very cool that you can cut your son's hair. I'm trying to learn how. It's not going well. Well, she does it well. Right. We don't know that. I'm assuming. Do you do it well, Willow? I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Way to go, Willow. Okay, so she was cutting my son's hair. Wait, I fucked this up. I'm going to read it as Willow. I was cutting my son's hair, and I missed one hair in the front. And I went to snip it off, but he grabbed my wrist and said, no. Leave it so they can tell me apart. What? Willow says, tell you apart from who? And who's they? Yes. And she got all freaked out. And that's all she wrote. But I think it's an absolutely hilarious story. And we could go down many dark roads. There's so many roads. There's so many things that I'm thinking right now. Yes. There's uni- like different universes. There's clones. Other kids at school. There's black-eyed children. Golems. Black-eyed children? You haven't heard of black-eyed children? No. They're kids, but their entire eyes are black. That sounds fucked up. They usually hang out in cornfields. I know this from all the movies that I've watched. Yeah. Your murder documentaries. Science! No. No. Fuck you. My ghost documentaries. (laughs) (laughs) It's such horse shit. I am such a... 
bad podcast partner for this subject matter. I am skeptical <laughs> of all things. I'm the person at the seance that like kicks the bottom of the table and is like, whoa, there's a ghost. <laughs> oh, they must be angry. <laughs> I don't think they like your perfume, friend. That's an awkward pause. I like an awkward pause. Every once in a while, it's helpful. I'm going to let another one hang out there. See, it's not as awkward when You're it's gonna just edit not it authentic. Out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me move on to Melissa. Okay. So, <laughs> Melissa says, when my daughter was five years old, we were at a stoplight and she said, Mommy, this is where I died. Oh, Jesus Christ. I said, baby, you're not dead. And she tells me, no, silly. Not now. It was with my granny and my sister, Amber. What? I told her that her granny was still alive and she doesn't have a sister. Mm-hmm. She said, no, I was with my other family before you. She told me there was blood everywhere. Oh, my God. She was dead serious. Still haven't forgotten that day. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And oh. you're not going to, Melissa. That's oh going to be burning in your brain. Yeah, I'll never, I would never drive on that road again, even if it was my road where my house was. Yeah. Like, what if it's the intersection that you're house is on skip you're just gonna dukes a hazard it over the lawn i'd be fine with that <laughs> oh that's fucked up I that know. would freak me the fuck out. i know and the fact that she said there was blood everywhere yeah you know what i mean it was one thing to talk about this concept but then like to bring the visual into it too is yeah. specific specific and Awfully intentional specific. oh my god I have to say, of all the things that we talk about that I think are bullshit, I actually think reincarnation could be a very real thing. Do you? I do. I don't definitively believe in it, but I find it very comforting to think that that could be. I get that. I love the idea of it. I understand it. I don't know that I love it because I like heaven. I like the idea of heaven. I like that... Oh my god, the idea of heaven is so awesome, but I that's the one and Oh, you think that's unrealistic? Yes. And yes, you think I do. the reincarnations where to that? Yeah. I mean like that's everything in life is cyclical in nature. So why wouldn't death be? Stop making so much sense. I know. But no, totally. We're definitely all gonna die and go up into some like water park. It's a water it's park. A- <laughs> Heaven is a water park. Okay. You animal. It sounds amazing. Um, yeah. I love. I it never I, closes. I sincerely hope that heaven exists the way that I was told it did as a Catholic child. I just, again, am feeling skeptical. But the reincarnation thing seems to make sense to me. Well reasoned. You're clearly a Ravenclaw. I actually tested the first time on the website as a Hufflepuff. Yeah, you're actually... As soon as Ravenclaw (sighs) came out of my mouth, I was like, no, she's a Hufflepuff. No, I'm not. You know what I am? I'm a fucking Gryffindor because I went back and took the test again. Just like Harry Potter did. And I'm a Gryffindor. Roar. I'm a Slytherin. Of course you are. Straight fucking Slytherin. Yeah, with your ice blonde hair and your dead eyes. <laughs> I'm basically Draco Malfoy. And you're chewing Malfoy. your popcorn in the fucking <laughs> microphone like an animal. I have a bunch of thug friends. You're soulless fuck. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Can you do me a favor and just chop some wood real quick? Okay, because I'm wearing flannel, which I'm always going to be okay, wearing. Okay, fine. Can you do me a favor and just <clears throat> whittle a canoe real quick? So every... 
like few months at Costco. They've got Orvis flannel fleece lined shirts and they're amazing. You and bought I buy... this at Costco? I have four. Oh, Katie. These jeans are from Costco too. Oh, Katie. Actually, my underpants are too. Oh, no. What's wrong with Costco? What's right with Costco? No. No. How dare you? Costco no, how dare perfect. you? How dare you? I'm eating popcorn and wiping butter on my pants. I should be wearing Costco jeans right now. I have the decency no. to wear a Target shirt to wipe butter off. <laughs> I, I like that shirt. Um, and I like my shirt, and I like Costco. I buy a lot of my clothes from Costco. <laughs> if they sold blazers, I'd be fucking stocked up Wait, for work. You're like Jason... Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. In... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. If there was Sean John, you'd have no problem with it, but because they're Costco... Thankfully, my husband appreciates my Costco fashion. He has told me many times that you are a snappy shopper, but I guess I didn't understand what he meant. Well, he's a huge fan of the Costco. He used to work for them. Oh, my God. My friend used to work. We're Listen, we said we weren't going to do this. New what? format. In banter, if the banter happens. You've got one more story. Oh, do I? Yeah. Is it my turn? I thought I just did Willow. No, I just did Melissa. Oh, I don't listen to you, so that's that's probably, I just like, because there's another one that I have, but it's really dark, and I really don't like it, and I'm not going to do it. Ooh, give it to me, I'll nope. do it. Nope, not doing it. You can go see if you can find it yourself. I've got one more, and that's all I'm going to share, and it's from Audrey, and this is the fucking best, because this kid has an Im- imaginary friend, and it's the best imaginary friend name I've ever heard. Are you ready? Yes. Audrey. My son had an imaginary friend named Screedle. <gasps> I saw this one. It's Fuck you. So I was going to do it next time. Screedle. He was fourth. But at I the read time. it as Screedal. Oh, I like that. Screedal. I like Screedle. It's my story. <laughs> my son had an imaginary friend named Screedle. He was four at the time. He came about when we moved into our first home. He carried him around in his pocket, but Screedle. Could not go outside. Oh. <laughs> These are the rules. Imaginary this is American Horror Story season one rules, baby. Have rules. We moved and Screedle couldn't come with us. Oh. So we had to stay in the house. Oh. Which means that Screedle was waiting for whomever moved into the house I next. Know. Oh, good. All it makes <clears throat> me think of is Evan Peters from American Horror Story season one. Okay, so again, I haven't seen that show. Right, but he was, he was a ghost that died in the murder house, Jesus. and he was never allowed to leave. And then, spoiler alert, the daughter dies in the murder house, but Ugh. then she doesn't know she dies, and she keeps trying to leave, and she can't leave. She can't leave. Um, my friend actually works on that show, and I want to watch it, because I want to <gasps> support Your her. friend works on the show? It's my favorite show in the entire universe. Yeah, she's like, yeah. She, oh, my God. I'm in such admiration of your friend. You do God's incredible. work, friend. Yeah. She well, she works for Ryan Murphy, so she works on all of it. Oh, shows. you do God's work, friend. She's amazing. Glee, Glee, I've seen yeah, all day, every day. That that's on brand for you. Yep, <laughs> just a bunch of happy, I shiny got people. The magic <laughs> in me. Um, yeah, murder house. Murder house. I am looking forward to buying a murder house one day, restoring it, and then um, dying in it and never being able to leave. Yeah, well, that's kind of my ultimate. There you outside go. of the water park. Waiting for me in heaven. Is there a slide? Is there a slide? What kind of noob are you? There's every kind of slide. There's the slide that's straight down. There's a curly cue slide. There's a slide that you don't need a 
uh, inner tube. There's All a side I would that you want do in need my water an inner park tube. is one of those infinity pools and a butler that swims my frozen beverages out to me. And that's the luxury portion of the water park, Bianch. <laughs> I'd like a daiquiri. I don't want. I don't want a pina colada. I want a red daiquiri. <laughs> or you could get the. This two- is heaven after all. <laughs> you could get the two swirled. Oh. It's called a Miami Vice, and I it is know. so tacky. You know, you don't have to die to get that. You just go to, like, an all-inclusive. Yeah, an all-inclusive. <laughs> all you got to do is... No, you don't have to die. Just fly on down to Mexico, and you'll be fine. <laughs> so follow us on, at The Mominous on, on Instagram. And remember, if your kid says something creepy... Oh, I, I forgot the last... It's been so long. It's been so long because I have the pneumonia. (laughs) God bless us, everyone. (laughs) Even your tiny Tim sounds obnoxious. Like I'd like to kick his little crush out from underneath him. Every, every Christmas Carol I've ever seen, I've always been like tearing up at tiny Tim. But Claire's tiny Tim, I'd be like, fuck that little kid. Hey, fuck you too, lady. (laughs) I'm going to go get this goose. This Christmas goose. (laughs) Wait, tagline, I just remembered it. Oh, there you go. Okay, ready? She's back. I'm back. I'm back, baby. So remember, if your kid says something creepy, don't let it bother you. But don't turn around. (laughs) Like yours is any better. (laughs) Momness was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children.